Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. Our headquarters are in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Our church, our house of prayer, our healing rooms, our prophecy rooms, we're down here. Maybe you should be too. Amen. God is so good. Awakening prayer hubs, join the movement. Groups, cells, uh, or spokes, whatever you want to call them. Believers gathering together for prayer in the nations of the earth. I believe we're in 10 or 11 nations now, and God is good. And he's gathering people under the banner of love to pray without ceasing to see an impact on the world. Amen. Let's see revival come to your city, awakeningprayerhubs.com. I'm the founder of the Ignite Network, ignitenow.org, ignitenow.org. We are contending together for a pure prophetic flow, doing prophetic life together, tapping into prophetic potential, and so much more. Check it out at ignitenow.org. Amen. I'm the author of our devotional from which we read every day. I've got three of them now. This one that we're reading from today is called Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And if you're looking for a good devotional, this is a good one for a time like this, or really for any time, because the devil's always roaming about like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. But God is good, and he is greater than Today's devotion titled, When the Enemy Bombards Your Mind. When the enemy bombards your mind. Hmm. And here's what I heard the Lord say. I've given you the helmet of salvation. Put it on. Strap it on tightly. For your enemy wants you to question the hope of your salvation. The enemy wants to bombard you with thoughts that aim to rattle you. The enemy wants you to forget who you are in Christ, says God. The helmet of salvation with which I have equipped you will help you guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Remember the joy of your salvation and the benefits of our covenant and resist the lies of the wicked one in Jesus name. That's a good word. Amen. 
Ephesians 6, 17, Colossians 1, 27, Psalm 51, verse 12 are the scriptures for meditation today. Now the prayer starter and the decree. Father, thank you for the helmet of salvation. Help me resist the temptation to take it off and lay it down and open myself up to attacks on my identity in Christ. I decree the lies about my identity rebound off my helmet of salvation. I declare my helmet of salvation is secure and I walk in revelation of who I am in Christ in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Father, we thank you today. We thank you today. You are a good, good father. You are a good, good God. You're trustworthy. We praise you and we thank you because you are the God in whom we trust. Come on. You are the God in whom we trust. It's not just something that's written on the back of our dollar bill. God in whom we trust. It is a reality that we want to live to the fullest extent, oh God. Would you help us today, God, to walk a little deeper in trust? We love you. You are our protector. Help us to trust you as protector. We love you, God. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. We thank you, God, because you are magnanimous. You are magnificent. You are that God who's watching over us even now. You never let us go. You never stop watching. You never stop looking. You are careful and affectionate toward us. We thank you, Lord. We praise you this morning. We thank you this morning for your goodness because you are good through and through. You are good. You are holy. You are pure. There's nothing in you that's not good. I just, somebody just grab hold of that today. Father, we thank you for your goodness. There's nothing in you that's not good. There's no contamination in your motives. Your thoughts towards us, they're good. Your intentions towards us, they're kind. Your will towards us, it's perfect. You are that good, good father. It's so easy for us to say words without feeling and acknowledging and recognizing the deeper meaning of what we're saying. So, Father, help us, Lord, to feel the weight of your glory and your goodness today, to understand what it means when we say God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Help us, Lord, to understand the reality, the depths of your goodness. You are a good, good father. You're a good God. You're the God of Jesus, our Savior. You're the one who sent Jesus to be our Savior. That's how good you are. That's how much you're looking out for our best interests. <laughs> Somebody just needs to catch this today. He is looking out for your best interests. You can trust him because he's good. He's on your side. And if God be for us, then who can be against us? God, we thank you. We trust you. We lean into you with everything we have. And we say, God, not our will, but your will be done. Just let us know what your will is, God, and we'll do it. Because we understand your goodness, or at least we want to understand your goodness. We can trust you, or at least we want to trust you. Help us, Lord, in those moments of crisis to remember how you came through for us in the past. How you loved us in the past. How you rescued us in the past. Help us to remind ourselves of the past victories. The times when you showed up. When it looked like there was no hope. And you walked into the room. <laughs> with the sword of the Lord. And devoured our enemies with one swing. 
Father, help us to remember the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. David said, if it had not been for the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, I would have fainted. I wouldn't have made it. I would have given up. I would have thrown in the towel. I would have said, never mind this. But he remembered. He acknowledged the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. God, help us today to acknowledge to really comprehend, to understand, to press into the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. At a time when people are dying all over the world, we are the living. You are the living God and we are living in you, moving, living, having our being in you. Help us to comprehend the goodness of our Father. Help us, Lord, to believe the right narrative about Jesus. We'll trust you if we know you love us. We'll lean into you if we understand your goodness. We'll rest in you if we truly comprehend your love. Help us, Lord. Give us a revelation of your love because we want to do your will and we won't fully do your will if we don't better understand your love because the enemy will come and frighten us away. The enemy will come and talk us out of doing that which you've told us. The enemy will come and sideswipe us, blindside us, cause us to abort the promise. We're not going to abort the promise. We want to stand in the midst of the warfare and contend for that which you've told us we can have. Contend for the revelation of the identity that you died to give us. Children of God, blood washed, redeemed. Come on, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. God, we want to do your will, but we need a greater revelation, that assurance that comes in our spirit, man, that you really are protector, that you really do intervene in the affairs of man, that you have our best interest in mind. Father, there's challenges all around us. You see them. There's doom and gloomers, there's backstabbers, there's viruses, and <laughs> there's daily life and people that just work our last nerve, and there's traffic on the road and people honking and making gestures at us, provoking us all around, and we want to walk like Christ walked in the earth amidst all these things. All of the people, they're mean-spirited, the... Oh, Jesus, how it must grieve your heart. And yet you died for every single one of us because you loved us that much. There are challenges all around us. There's always going to be challenges all around us. God, you told us in this world that we would have tribulation. But then you said something remarkable. You said, be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. <laughs> Come on, if he has overcome the world, what? else could he not overcome for you and what else could you not overcome in him the enemy is raging in this hour he's making a lot of noise ah! you know making just growling and roaring and barking and making threats but none of that can stand because God is your force field and he is your protector and he is your provider don't listen to the mind traffic. Don't listen to the threats of the enemy. Listen to the promises of God. Don't listen to the threats of the enemy. Tune your heart to the promises of God. Come on. Don't listen to the threats of the enemy. Tune your heart into the promises of God. Come on. 
don't listen to the threats of the enemy don't focus on the words that the evil one whispers to your heart about what you're gonna lose and the sickness that might come on you and how your children are gonna whatever help us Lord to listen to the right voice <laughs> Help us, Lord, to be so focused on the promise, fighting the good fight of faith, that the voice of the enemy grows strangely dim. The voice of the enemy is so weak, it's off at a distance, no longer raging in our heads, but off at a distance. And we have to really try to hear what he's saying. But since we don't want to hear what he's saying, we just let him keep yakking. Because we're focused on our God. We're focused on the voice of the Lord. We're focused on the promise that's been set before us. We're focused on doing the will of our Father. We're focused on redeeming the time. We're focused on walking worthy of our calling. We're focused on being a blessing to others. We're focused on prayer and intercession. We're focused on pushing back darkness. We're focused on that which God has given us to do and we're doing everything as unto him we're not focused on what people say about us we're not focused on what people might do to us we're not focused on the threats we're focused on the goodness of God and his ability to intervene in the affairs of man the sound of our voice help us Lord to walk with you and to keep an open dialogue with you to have that running conversation with you come on Come on, somebody needs to grab hold of this. Help us, Lord, to have that open dialogue with you, that running conversation with you. That we don't just run to you in the middle of a crisis or in the midst of a bad day, but we have a running dialogue with you. We're practicing your presence. We're talking to you. You're talking to us. We sit in silence together, waiting. You talk to us, we talk to you. We pray to you, you answer us. We cry out to you, you deliver us. We lift up a shout of praise. You enthrone our praises. <laughs> it's a pretty good deal, isn't it? Father, help us to establish that open connection, that uninterrupted pipeline of conversation. We don't want to just talk to you when we need something. Help us, Lord, not to be like that friend that we haven't talked to in five years. And then all of a sudden they have a need and hi, how are you? I've missed you. How have you been? Help us, Lord, not to be that person that only calls somebody when we need something. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. Help us, Lord, to establish an uninterrupted wire straight to heaven. No static on the line. We can hear your voice clearly. For my sheep know my voice, said the Lord. And the voice of a stranger they will not follow. Help us, Lord, to keep that open line of communication where we just hear you, you hear us. Sometimes we don't even have to speak at all. It's a heart connection as much as it is a voice connection. Would you help us, Lord? That is what we're after. That is what we want. Relationship. Come on. Relationship. We want that kind of the ebb and the flow of relationship. Where we're acknowledging you in all of our ways and you're directing our steps out of relationship, not out of a duty. You're not a God who does things out of duty and obligation. You're a God of relationship and we want to honor you in that way. We want to come to you, not in a way like a, like a transactional relationship. <laughs> We don't want a transactional relationship with you, God. We want an intimate relationship with a loving father. 
Like John the Beloved who laid his head on the chest of Jesus and heard his heartbeat. Some of his last heartbeats at the Last Supper. Father, we thank you that you draw us close to you and never let us go. That you bring us into your presence in a fresh way, in a new way. A way we haven't experienced before. Not because we want something different, just because we want to see another facet of your beauty and your glory. Help us, Lord, not to forget you throughout the day, but to continue acknowledging you, to continue saying thank you, Lord, to continue asking you, which way should I turn, God, to continue in conversation. We're so grateful that you're a God of conversation. You talk to Moses face to face. You talk to Joshua. You talk to David. Come on. You talk to Isaiah. You talk to Jeremiah. You talk to Ezekiel. You talk to Abraham. You even talk to Melchizedek. <laughs> you talk to the false prophet Bala uh, uh, Balaam. You were Melchizedek. I meant uh, Abimelech. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You're a God who talks to his people and talks to even those who don't know you, don't want to know you. So help us to keep that line of communication with you open, to keep talking to you, even if we don't hear your voice. Even if there's so much chaos in our world that we can't think straight, help us to keep talking to you because you hear us. Help us to keep an open, honest line of communication. We don't have to pretend like it's all right and that we have it all together. God knows everything. Help us, Lord, to be honest with you, to bear our hearts because you already know what's in our hearts. But when we bear our hearts, we release the burdens of our hearts and you carry them away because you love us. It's a humility. It's a humility that attracts the spirit of God and his help. And there's nothing he won't do for you. God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And Father, we need your grace. So help us to remain in humility. Help us to be willing to acknowledge our mistakes, our missteps, and to ask you for the strength to get back on the right path, on the right course. There's nothing too hard for you, nothing too great for you. And when we're in you, we can do anything. So help us, Lord, to stay in you, to put on Christ, to put on love, and to keep it on. <laughs> to put on Christ, to put on love, and to keep it on. Not to take it off. Just because somebody's ugly on the road. Just because somebody is provoking us in the home front. It's because our coworker is rude or whatever. Help us, Lord, to put on love and keep it on. To put on Christ and keep him on. To put on that whole armor of God that we might resist the temptations and the wiles of the enemy that manifest throughout the day. We thank you, Lord, and we love you. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. I want to pray through one more thing with you today. I've been pretty, pretty mellow today. I kept waiting for it to kick up, but it didn't kick up. God is so, the spirit of God right now, he just, he want, he's gentle. He just wants you to understand that he's there for you. His voice is called a still small voice because he's a gentleman and he wants that relationship and that connection with you. Hallelujah. I want to pray through one more thing with you this morning. Some things, some things just aren't worth your time. Some things, some things are just not worth your time. Quite frankly, some people are not just worth your time in a particular season. They're, 
God loves them and but when I say that I mean it's not worth your time to respond it's not worth your time to engage it's not worth your time to fight and argue they're just not worth your time right now father would you help us today because we are surrounded by time stealers and time thieves we are surrounded by people who want to pull us into drama oh God we are surrounded by all sorts of distractions the spirit of the world pulling us here there and everywhere would you help us Lord to discern what is worth our time and what is not worth our time <laughs> there's so much stuff that we give our time to every day oh God and it's not worth our time it is not worth the time of day come on have you heard that expression it's just not worth the time of day <laughs> When I was, I just remembered when I was a kid, I was about five years older than my neighbor, the little girl that lived next door to me. And she just had a cantankerous spirit. She just would exasperate, provoke. I was probably, uh, you know, 12 and she was probably, uh, eight, seven or eight. And she just provoke, 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 take my stuff, break my stuff. And she was younger than me. I'm trying to be gracious. And she would exasperate me and, and they try to try to get me to fight with her. So she could go home and tell her mother I was mean. Her mother never believed her because she knew she, her mother knew she was cantankerous. But she would go on and on and on and on. And I would like, and I would say, I don't know where I got this from, but I was like, what, 12 years old, 11 years old, some of that. And I would say, she'd say, come on, fight back with me. And I would say, it's not worth my breath. <laughs> 12 years old. I don't know where I got that from, but I told her, it's not worth my breath. And some things, beloved, they're just not worth your time. They're just not worth your breath. They're just not worth your energy. They're just not worth your attention. They're not worthy. <laughs> I'm not talking about people. People are worthy of God's love. But some people, some, some people are assignments. Do you understand that? Some people have been sent in your life just to distract you, to derail your day with a petty argument, with a provocation. You have to understand when to engage in a crucial conversation and when to say, this is not not worth my time it's not worth my breath it doesn't mean you have to be rude or mean-spirited or unloving this is an internal decision this is not worth my time this is not worth my breath it's not worth my time this is not worth my time and it's not just with people it's with things distractions emails that pop up stuff people want you to go look at on Facebook and you have to ask yourself is this worth my time will this glorify God there's a time for everything under heaven. There's a time to scroll on Facebook and there's a time to put your hand to the plow and do your work. <laughs> there's a time to watch Netflix and there's a time to put your nose in your Bible and study the word of God. There's a time for everything and maybe it's worth your time later, but maybe that whatever it is is not worth your time now. What you know what I'm you know what I'm saying? It's called prioritizing. Father, would you help us today to look carefully how we walk? Not as the unwise, but as the wise, making the best use of our time because the days are evil. Jesus, therefore, the Bible says, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. How are you spending your time in any moment? I hope, I hope, I hope that I and that you are spending our time in any given moment in a way that is glorifying the Lord Jesus Christ. Is it worth your time? We have to ask ourselves, is this relationship worth our time? Is this endeavor, this task, is it worth my time? Is going to the store now a good use of my time? Is driving to the bank now a good use of my time? God really will order your steps. Did you know that? If you follow his spirit, if you follow his leading, 
you'll be in the right place at the right time father help us give us wisdom give us wisdom give us wisdom it's not worth your time there's some things that you that you all are thinking about now I know I'm talking to about a million people here for the course of this month it's not worth your time whatever they did to you that you're still thinking about it's not worth your time whatever they said about you that still bothers you at night it's not worth your time whatever it is whatever it is whatever it is whatever it is you're afraid of it's not worth your time whatever the devil told you he was gonna do it's not worth your time come on some of you have to understand your time is valuable Steve Hill has gone on to be with the Lord some years ago but he was a mentor in my life the last couple of years that he lived the last couple of years of his life Steve Hill from the Brownsville Revival he usually just call me on the phone he's like you got a minute I said yes sir and he goes how much is your time worth I said I, I don't know what do you mean he said your time is worth a thousand dollars an hour stop letting people waste it because they can't pay you for it and you can't get it back our time is something we can't get back whatever the devil's lying to you about it's not worth your time whatever they're saying about you it's not worth your time whatever threats they're making against you it's not worth your time stop thinking about it stop worrying about it and look at God it's not worth your time I just couldn't get this uh, Lord said that to me yesterday morning it's not worth your time I was gonna pray yesterday morning but I didn't really know all of what he meant <laughs> I'm not gonna pray with you something I don't understand but it says it's not worth your time well if that's a good word for me it's a good word for you it's not worth your time redeem the time because the days are evil make the most of your time you can never get it back do you know what your time is worth when you're on your deathbed you've probably seen that meme when you're on your deathbed you're not gonna wish that you'd watched more TV you're not gonna wish that you'd argued more with your family when you're on your deathbed you're not gonna wish that you'd worked more overtime what's your time worth we break the power of every time stealing spirit in Jesus name we come against it with the blood of God we thank you Lord that you give us discernment to guard our time for the petty distractions on the internet the petty arguments involving ourselves in things that don't pertain to us just got a comment we just got a comment we just got a comment we just got to put that snarky comment we just got it we just got it we just got it we just got it is in the we don't even know this person that well they're not really our friend and we just want to provoke somebody we want to start a debate on Facebook it's not worth your time don't get in it don't jump in it it's not worth your time you just start up a hornet's nest it's not worth your time all the things people say about you and you sit up at night thinking about them can't sleep it's not worth your time your beauty sleeps more important <laughs> it's not worth your time you know what's worth your time things of eternal value things of eternal value things that are motivated by love things that attract the presence of God things that build his kingdom things that build your family things that give you joy and peace that are godly that's what's worth our time father help us Lord to stop giving our time come on some of you the devil doesn't have to some of us the devil doesn't have to steal our time we give it to him <laughs> he doesn't have to steal our time we just give it to him oh I bind you time stealing devil he doesn't have to steal it honey you're giving it to him you ever sit down in front of the computer and you know, I'm gonna check one thing all of a sudden you're embroiled in a Facebook like a scavenger hunt or something you're going from here to there to here to there. Oh, I wonder what this one's doing. I wonder what that was doing. wonder how so-and-so is doing let me just go see how so-and-so is doing and all of a sudden 
It's an hour and a half later. You were supposed to be in bed or you were supposed to be reading that book or you were supposed to be doing those studies or you were supposed to tuck the kids in. And you went on that endless bunny trail. The devil doesn't have to steal our time if we give it to him. Uh-oh. <laughs> I've done it. I've sat there on a Friday night after work. It's like, I've been doing this an hour and a half. What a waste. I could have been sleeping. Help us, Lord, to discern what's worth our time and what's not worth our time. It's not worth it. Help us to see the handwriting on the wall so we stop beating our head against the wall. It's not worth it. Help us, Lord, to abort fruitless activities that have no eternal value and have really no lasting joy in this life either. Help us, Lord, to be unavailable to distractions. Help us, Lord, to stop going on wild goose chases, spinning our wheels, and having no effect, and being unprofitable, unavailing, barren, useless, unsuccessful. Help us, Lord, to stop being idle and unproductive. To stop wasting our time on things that aren't worth our time. Father, we want to walk in your will more than anything. And we must work the works of our Father who sent us while it's day because night is coming when no man can work. But we want to walk wisely toward outsiders, making the best use of our time, God. Help us, Lord, to discern very quickly those things that are not worth our time. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, it finally kicked up a notch. God is so good. Do you know how good he is? We all need a greater revelation of his goodness and of his love. That's why I'm inviting you to take the love challenge. It's free. It just costs you some of your time. That love challenge is there for you at schoolofthespirit.tv. School of the Spirit TV. Go take that love challenge. While you're there, go take the discerning the remnant class. I'm looking for the remnant. Those that sign up for this particular webinar, I know we're going to end up doing a lot together because you're the remnant. And if you're not, well, then when you take the class, you'll realize you're not. Because <laughs> you'll be like, eh. But I believe you are. I believe the ones that signed up for this webinar, it starts on uh, on on uh, Monday. Next Monday, time some of you listen to this broadcast, it will have already started. So registration is going to close. You got to get in on it. If you're going to get in on it, get in on it. If you're going to get in on it, get in on it. Discerning the remnant. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Listen, we could use your help. We'd like to invite you to sow today and help us to boost these Facebook posts and help us to support our staff. Hallelujah. What I found out is, you know, all these videos I put out. Have you ever seen my videos and stuff? I have not yet found a program that will auto edit. I, I, if you know of one, let me know. Because if I could just shoot it in the camera and walk away, and then I could come back and it would all be edited with the lower thirds and the lighting fixed and the audio done, man, that would be an invention. Unfortunately, I haven't found a program that does that. Yesterday, I personally edited 10 videos, actually 12 if you want to be uh, specific. The other two didn't take much. But I need, a, I need some new video editors to help me. And apparently they, they want to be paid. So if you can help us so we can keep cranking out this content so that I don't have to sit here and do it, that would be great. I know how to do a lot of this stuff. I'm really blessed that I know how to do a lot of this stuff. And sometimes I think it's a curse because I, I like it and I'll spend half a day doing it when I need to be doing other things. But if you can sow into the ministry, 
we invite you to do that. Every little bit really does help. And you can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. jenniferleclair.org slash donate. Cash app, dollar sign, Jennifer Leclaire. Dollar sign, capital J, capital L, capital C, Jennifer Leclaire. Venmo is at Jennifer Leclaire. PayPal.me slash Jennifer Leclaire. PayPal.me slash Jennifer Leclaire. You can use the text to give 754-701-2161. 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. Amen. You can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563. Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. All of this is there listed at jenniferleclair.eventbrite.com. God is good. Go sign up for that prayer call, jenniferleclair.eventbrite.com. And on Thursday, is COVID-19 part of biblical prophecy? I'm going to be interviewing an expert in this area. School of Deliverance is later this month. Signed, you are a seer, schoolofthespirit.tv. Go there to jenniferleclair.eventbrite.com. I'm doing an awakening live with uh, Joshua Lively. He's uh, one of the worship leaders for Eddie James um, and his ministry. So that's going to be fun. Ignite Prophetic East Summit. All this stuff is there for you guys. That Remnant web, uh, webinar, I want to tell you about that real quick because the registration is going to close on that. And you're going to miss it. If you didn't watch the, the, the Remnant, uh, the first one that I did uh, last week, I think it was last I think it was last Tuesday or Wednesday, five days ago. You can watch that at schoolofthespirit.tv, discerning the remnant. Just go look at it. But I've got seven more I'm going to do, and I'm starting on uh, Monday with that. What is the remnant? That's kind of the first one. Discerning remnant believers, operating in the remnant anointing, recognizing remnant intercessors, knowing remnant warriors, perceiving remnant prophets, seeing the end times remnant church, receiving remnant rewards. It's all there. I'm going to teach it all that. It's going to be good. It's going to be really good. I'm enjoying studying it. Studied it a lot last week. I'm picking it back up today. School of the Spirit.tv. You can watch the first one. If that lights you up, sign up for registration closes on this. Okay, guys? I never did raise the price. I said I was going to do that. I've been too busy dealing with other stuff to even do it. So it's, it's like $39, it's like $4 a class. It's ridiculous. Go sign up for it before registration closes. Amen. God bless you guys. Have a great day. I'll see you later. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.